Okay, so the last two paragraphs on page Kuflam and Base, the end of Hay and the beginning of Vav, which is what we saw last. So the Rebbe explains. The question was, why does the Friedrich Rebbe explain first what Raya Mehemna is, and only afterwards Kosis Lamar? First, that Meshu Rabbeinu is the one who brings Emunah into Panemius, and then the union of Kosis Lamar, that the crushedness of Golas brings about a revelation, a revelation of Ma'or. I think we can probably do without that uh, concert. No, okay, they probably can't open it, that's the problem, whatever. Okay, sorry. And the Rebbe explains that the Iker Gilu of Etzim and the Shoma, the essential revelation of Etzim and the Shoma, is that it brings a Jew to Messiris Nefesh. And for that reason, and for that reason, there's the connection between Raya Mehemna on one hand and Kasis Lamar. That the Raya Mehemna is the one who brings the Jew to the state of Messiris Nefesh. And that essentially is a revelation of Etzim and the Shema. As we said, there were two different sources of Amuna. There was the level of Mazli Chazi that our Neshama sees, that in Gan Eden our Neshama is seeing Elokus as we're sitting down here. And the level of Etzim and the Shema, the essential connection of the essence of the soul to the essence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So that explains that the essential, the, the, the Iker source of Mesir's Nefesh is Dafka Etzim and the Shema. The essential connection, because in that state, that's the the last words on the page. This is the way it is, and there is no other, no other way. Meaning, an essential connection means there is no other state of reality. This is who I am. This is what reality is. There is no option. Whereas Mazli Chazi, so there's always an option because I, as powerful as sight is, I don't necessarily have to act in accordance with it, or might ultimately be convinced that what I saw is not true. I mean, well, that's hard to do, but it's possible. So, on page Kuflamit Gimel, the Rebbe continues. Well, Pizer, based on this, Yesh Levar, we can explain. Masha Kosov Ba that which the Friedrich Rebbe writes in his Mimer, or said in his Mimer, Tafresh Pezayin, very, very famous for Brengen. That story I told about the Hasidim who made the, 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 uh, Oath that they would go to the last drop of blood. So that was also at the same time. That for Bregan was a very. Rebbe ripped his shirt and bared his heart and said that uh, I'm going to give up my life for Yiddishkeit. Rebbe's mother, Shtevinasar, who was Yorzeit, was Esther. So she, she would, came into the for and asked her son to stop because she knew that there were spies there. The Rebbe said there were spies here. He wouldn't stop. To the for that this of mine was based on. Purim Katan Tafresh Bezayim. Valpizeh Yesh Levar. Based on this, Yesh Levar Masha Kosov Bamaimer. That which the Friedrich Rebbe said in his Mimer. And Zesh Meishu Hu Raya Mehemna. That that Meishu is the Raya Mehemna. Shuhu Zan Ufarnes Es Amuna. And he's the one who sustains Amuna. And we said that that means brings Amuna into Panemius. He's not the source of our Amuna. The source of our Amuna is in the Shoma. He's the one that brings it into Panemius. Even though we'll see that. There's an even deeper connection, ultimately. This is also relevant. 
That's what the Frida Rebbe said, right? The Frida Rebbe explained Raya Mahimna. Then he explained that there's a Raya Mahimna in every generation. And then he explained Kosti Islamar. Then he explained the idea that the crushedness of Golis brings about a revelation of Etzim in the Shoma. Hugam, <clears throat> this has also been a gay irrelevant to Leroya Yisrael Shebechol Dor, the shepherds of the Jewish people that are in every generation. Hispashtus Ademeshu Shebechol Dor, the expression, the Hispashtus. Spashtus means to spread out, as we mentioned, the expression of Meshach in every generation. Shehem, that the Meshach in every generation, what does Meshach do? Mechazkim es amunu di Yisrael. They strengthen the amunu of the Jewish people. Sheyamdu Mesiris Nefesh v'kim tera mitzvahs. Who stand, such that the Yidin will stand in Mesiris Nefesh in the performance of tera mitzvahs. So that's exactly what the what the Friedrich Rebbe was talking about in the Fabring, and that's exactly what the Friedrich Rebbe was asking for in the Fabring, that the people that the people should be Mason Efish. And they were. The at first glance. The fact that Mesha is the one who sustains our Muna. Who it is, that means. Now the Rebbe says, it's explained in a number of places, and also in this Mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe. Al-Yadeh, what does that mean? What does Meisha do? Al-Yadeh shema l'Yisrael das be'elukus. That Meisha is the one that gives the Yidin das. Now what's das? Das is internalization. But das, at first glance, you would think that this is intellect. That Meisha teaches the Jewish people. Right? So we'll see. Shal yadeh by virtue of this das, the amuna comes into an internal state. The people become conscious of it because what's das? Das is what brings intellect into emotion, makes it part of our part of our emotional reality. That's das. Das is the internalization of something. Vezer and that Yisrael and the fact that the shepherds of the Jewish people shebecholder in every generation the meishav generation mechazkim amuna they strengthen the amun of the Jewish people hamavur b'maimer zed that's been explained in this maimer <coughs> if you look in footnote for thirty six. So the Rebbe is pointing out something different about what the Friedrich Rebbe says here as opposed to what's written in Tanya. If you look in footnote 36, so it says, here the Rebbe talks about the, the, the strengthening of the Amunah. You would think it comes as a result of, of, of being Mashpia Das, right? But we'll see. Mashain came betanya sham. What does it say in Tanya? Yordim nitsutsin minishmas meshra they descend the sparks of the neshama of Mesha, lilame das, to teach das esa'am. So that seems to be something about teaching, about being a rebbe, right? meaning a teacher, right? teaching Torah. Obviously, meaning creating this situation through my marim, etc. So let's see what the rebbe says here. So, Shebechol Dorim, Mechazki Ma'amunah, Gamavur B'may Merzeh, Hu, Sh'amunah D'Yisrael, Tiyah Ba'ifin D'Mesiris Nefesh. This will, this, this, ultimately, again, this is, this is repeating what we said above, that this, the, the, the essential expression of the Friedrich Rebbe's understanding of the Meshur Abeinu, bringing Amunah into Panemius, is that he brings the Yid into a state of Mesiris Nefesh, right, which is obviously what was going on when the Friedrich Rebbe was talking. 
Based on what we learned, we can say as follows. The essential expression of the notion of Meshe Rabbeinu in every generation. That he, again, that, lang- that language of sustains the immune of the Jewish people, which the Rebbe at the beginning of the Mimer told us, means brings that which could be makif, that which couldn't, might necessarily not be part of my conscious reality, to bring that into my conscious reality. Shemuna tiye, that the amuna will be loirak, not only kameshi mitzada giluyim, not only an expression of revealed reality, and what's that? That's mitzad zesh and neshama shalamayla, that's a function of the fact that the neshama above, roya elokus, sees elokus, which we said is one of the reasons that we might. That one of the sources of our Muna. Ella, what's Mesha really all about? And this is what the Rebbe said in, in the beginning of Oisavav at the bottom of the previous page. What's he really all about? Ella mitzad etzim in the Shema. It's a connection to the etzim in the Shema. So now the Rebbe says something very important, and this is what distinguishes how the Rebbe is explaining the Friedrich Rebbe from what it says in Tanya. And that which Mesha brings this Muna down into Pnimis, Badas Vasoga. Into Dasva Soga, who takes that's a result, That's a result of the fact that he sustains the Amuna. Read the brackets, then we'll try to understand this. Hamshachas Amuna, the drawing down and the revelation of the Amuna, Kameshi Mitzad Etzim in the Shama, as it is Mitzad the essence of the soul. Okay, so that, so the, the Rebbe is, is distinguishing what the Friedrich Rebbe says than what, from what said in Tanya, which was quoted in footnote 36. In Tanya, so the emphasis is on Das. The emphasis is on Lilame Das, teaching, right? Meaning bringing a person into a connection, into a connection of, uh, into a state of Amuna by virtue of, of bringing about a, a, an awareness of that in their conscious reality, Okay. So obviously the simplest way of doing that, I mean, that's what we're trying to do right now. We're sitting and we're learning something and we're trying to, trying to connect the intellectual understanding to a state of emotional being. This is who I am. It's not just what I know, it's who I am. It's become part of me. Okay. So that's what the Alter Rebbe seems to be talking about. And Meshur Rabbeinu is the vehicle for that. Okay, that's one, that's one step. But here the Rebbe is saying more. Because what does the Rebbe say? Again, read that last line again. Right, we'd have to read three lines. We stopped after the we stopped at the period after the parentheses. Right, and that Shemesha Mamshich, that Mesha is the one who draws Amunda Bepnimius. He draws the Amunda Bepnimius, Bedas Vasoga, so it's part of our conscious reality. Who That's a result. That's not what he's doing, so to speak. The result of what Mesha does is that it becomes something I'm conscious of. So, so what does Mesha do? Who That's why there's a different font in that word totsa'a. That seems to be the, the point of it all. That's all a result of the fact that he sustains the amuna. Hamshochas, what does that mean? Hamshochas amuna so the Frida Grabi's point is more that Meshur Abenu connects the Jew to the essence of the Jew's being. 
Yes, of course, Meishu Rabbeinu teaches and Meishu Rabbeinu reveals things to us, etc., etc. But the Iker, the the essential expression of Meishu Rabbeinu is Raya Mehemna, the way the Friedrich Rebbe explains it, and the way the Rebbe is explaining it here, is that Meishu Rabbeinu is the one that connects you to the essence of who you are, and so then Mamela. The result of that is that the moon becomes part of your conscious reality because because that, that's who you are. It's not that you've been taught something. It's not that you become intellectually aware of something. It's that you've been connected to something and that connection produces a conscious reality because that connection is to the essence of your being. Now, that might, that'll result in Messiris Nefesh if that's what's necessary. But that word totza'ah is a very interesting word. It's a result of. You might have to close more than one door. Huh? It's a result of. The result of Mesha connecting us to who we are is that we become someone who's connected to Elokus. We become someone from Elokus is real. That's how the Friedrich Rebbe explains it. That's how the Rebbe is explaining the Friedrich Rebbe. Right? The result of being connect of, of, of being connected to our etzim is that we mami that the locus is real. Well, that makes sense. But then, what is Meisha doing? Meisha is connecting us to who we are. How does Meisha do that? We'll have to figure that out. Ukenal, like we said earlier, in sefei dam shochas amuna bepinimius. And this was the emphasis, and this was the connection between Raya Mehemna. And the Mesiris Nefesh of Golas, because the Mesiris Nefesh of Golas, that's why the Rebbe said it's so, it's so powerfully connected in the Maimur, because the Mesiris Nefesh of Golas, the Rebbe told us, is essentially an expression of Etzim and the Shum, the essence of the soul. And that's really what Mesh is all about. Mesh is not so much about connecting us to that level of our Neshama that sees Elokus, because the Mesh can be, is, is deeper than that, so to speak. Mesh Rabbeinu is all about connecting us to who we are. And once we're connected to who we are, then Mamela, the result of that is that Amuna becomes real, Elokus becomes real, because that's who we are. That's what a Yid is. And once Mesha connects us to that part of ourselves, how Mesha does that? So the baby's is going to explain that further. But <coughs> that's, that's the idea of the Raya Mehemna. And it's not necessarily just teaching us Torah. It's not just Lulame Das, which was the emphasis by the, of the Balatanya. Talk about his kashrus. You talked about his kashrus. His kashrus. What's his kashrus? His kashrus is connecting to the meishu. Can connect me to myself. How do I connect to myself? I connect to meishu. Meishu is the vehicle for connecting me to myself. Why? How? See, we're not finished. Well, like we said earlier, and if hey, dam shochas emuna bepnimius, drawing the emuna down into pnimius, bedas. Right, as we said earlier, we said that was essentially what? It's through the revelation of our essential connection to Etzim and the Sham of the essence of the soul. Right, it's not so much a function of Mazli Chazi. Mazli Chazi is very, very powerful. There's no question. But that's all a function of some external event bringing about a realization of something. A realization of God's existence. Okay, what about that state where... where <coughs> <laughs> the Jew feels completely one with the Kodesh So we said, Masli Hazi can't bring that about, right? Because the whole idea of sight is the realizing that something outside of me is connected to me. But it's not me. The connection of Etzim and Neshama is what? Elokus is me. It's who I am. 
There isn't anything else. A friend of mine said something really interesting. Well, we didn't get to it in the Fabregan. It was in my head, it just didn't come out the mouth that, uh, that um, we, were for, that, that we were talking Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. So he asked me, what, what does it mean, kvies benefesh? We talk about kvies benefesh all the time. Establishing something in your soul. Right? It means you're really connected to something. That's what kvies benefesh means. Right? So on the deepest level, you say it's one with you. Okay, so what does that mean? So you see, he said something so simple, but it's just it's so powerful. Right? It's two different reasons why we might do something. There's certain things that we'll write down on a list that are important to do. Right? We write it on the list. Right? You sit down. What what should be done? What are the things I have to get done? Okay. So you write on a list. Uh, it's Thursday. Shabbos is coming. You write on your list at the beginning. You write you're an organized person, and you write yourself a list so you won't forget to do something that day. Right? There's some people who do that. You know, organized people do that. When you go shopping, your wife, you can ask your wife to write you a list so you won't. Right? She won't, and then she'll call you as you just finished checking out and tell you that she forgot to tell you to get lemon juice or whatever it happens to be. Fine. Okay. So, so, but, but the best is if there's a list. Some, I guess some women do write lists. Some women have those lists up on the fridge, and when they remember something, they write it down on the list on the fridge, and then you go take the list from the fridge, and you go to the supermarket. <laughs> so some people are organized that way also in terms of what? They put something, they make a list of what, what they want to accomplish that day, things they have to get done. Certainly if someone's running a serious, or, you know, a serious business, so obviously writes things down, doesn't do everything by memory, I don't do everything by memory. Okay, so if a person takes their life as a serious enterprise, so they might think, okay, you know, I, 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 oh, Tuck, I remember, I want to do something, so they have to write it down because they want to remember it. Okay. So there's certain things we do because it's on the list. But then he said something very interesting. He said, there's certain things that are on the list because it's who I am. It's not that I do it because it's on the list. It's on the list because it's who I am. I mean, I put it on the list, because one of the things is going to get done, but it's not, it's not that I'm doing it because it's on the list. Which are there things like that, right? It might be that the reason that someone learns chittas, the reason that someone learns rashi every day is because it's on the list. They don't have to write it on the list, but it's on the list. It's one of those things I have to do. Right? Well, okay. And if it weren't on the list, okay, so I wouldn't do it, but it's on the list. I can't even have to put it on the list has to be on the list, okay? Or is it on the list because it's who I am? So that's Kviyas Benefesh. So that's along the lines of what the Rebbe is talking about here. Obviously on a deeper level relative to Amuna itself. Amuna is a function of the fact that I see a Lukuz. So that's very powerful. It's incredibly powerful. But it's still not a state of absolute unity with the Kaddish Baruch. It's not who I am. It's, it, it, it's, it's the single most powerful driving force in my life. It's not who I am. Baharaya, what's the proof? Even though obviously it's more sophisticated than simply this, but you've been reading about all these people who have very, very powerful visions of Elokus all the time. And they keep kvetching. Right? You ever wonder why these people are kvetching all the time? What's their problem? Last week they quetch a lot. They quetched the day. I mean, it was us, but you know, we don't remember. You know, you didn't think they quetched a lot yesterday, right? Right after splitting of the Red Sea, we're thirsty. 
we're hungry, we want meat. Oh, Chaval, we're not back in Mitzrayim. Syria Basar. Oh, Mitzrayim was so great. We had everything we wanted. What are you, what's wrong with you people? What hadn't happened yet? It took a while. First, there was the evade of, of, of Svir Sayyid because we find that the kvetching after Matan Torah is a different type of kvetching than the kvetching before Matan Torah. But what hadn't, they hadn't internalized all this yet. They saw a tremendous amount of stuff. It's unbelievable. They saw visions of godliness, the likes of which we can only imagine. The Makes Kriyas.
Based on this, Yesh Lemar, we can explain. Now the Rebbe says an amazing thing. That in the generations that required Messir's Nefesh in actuality, they strengthened the shepherds of the Jewish people, the expression of Mesha, that it was necessary for them to connect the Yidin to the, who they are such that they were willing to be Mesha Nefesh, they're willing to give up their lives. So the leaders of the generation in those generations, Nizgala Inyan Deraya Mehemna, it was revealed, the notion of Raya Mehemna, the shepherds of faith, at least in this particular aspect of that reality, bringing the Yidin to Messiris Nefesh, which is a connection to the essence of their soul, even more than Mesha himself. Mordechai was more Mesha than Mesha relative to this particular Inyan. Because by Mesha it wasn't necessary. The Yidin didn't have to come to a state of, of, of Messiris Nefesh in the light. In the light. It, it was Messiris Nefesh on some conceptual level. Nasa Vinishma. That was their Messiris Nefesh. We've talked about it. Mentioned it in the Maimon. Nasa Vinishma was Messiris Nefesh. Meaning what? I'm giving up my, my will. Whatever the Abish that wants, that's who I am. That's what's happening. Okay. But that was all conceptual. It was real. It was amazing. Incredible. Source of everything that happened for the last 3,300 years. Okay, but still, ultimately, it wasn't that they were willing to give up their lives because no one was trying to kill them. And so, therefore, what is it, what, what, that's why Chazal say the acceptance of the Torah at the time of Purim was so much greater than the acceptance of the Torah at the time of Matan Torah. Not, the of Akibu, they, they fully fulfilled that which they had only begun to receive at Matan Torah because of the mysterious nefesh at the time of Purim. So Mordechai is more Mesha than Mesha in this particular prat. Because Mesha didn't bring the people to this state. Mordechai did. That's why Purim is such an incredibly powerful holiday, such an incredibly important holiday. Oh, so, I mean, the Rebbe isn't saying it, but who else did that? Frida Rebbe did that. Frida Rebbe brought a whole generation, a whole group of people to a state of mysterious nefesh. So that, that, that he had an army of people willing to give up their lives. Right. So we mentioned earlier when I mean, a few people were here. Right. That, that for bringing, so the Frida Greb, that for bringing, that this mimer is based on, we're for bringing about it on Shabbos, that for bringing, that this mimer is based on, put him cut in Tafresh Pezayin, the Rebbe's for bringing, that, that for bringing, so the, the Rebbe's mother came into the room, Rebbe's in Sternasara, that's why we're for bringing about it, because it was her yard site yesterday. Right, the woman for whom the second part of Basi Lagani was written. Right, the first part was the Frida Greb's grandmother, the second part was the Frida Greb's mother. So she came into the room in the middle of the Fabrengen. She walked up to her son and said, Stop! Stop! You can't say these things. Why? Well, because they're spies in the room. Of course, the Bible was arrested. You'd based almost that whole story happened as a result of the Fabrengen of this moment. She begged him to stop. Frida Garvey ripped his shirt and bared his heart and said, Well, this is I said, no. Till my last drop of blood. He was arrested. Thrown downstairs. Death sentence passed against him. It's not that the freedom of everybody wasn't, didn't, didn't suffer because of all this. Mm-hmm. If you've ever read the story, if you haven't read the story, read the, read the story. My prince in prison. So, so, that, that, that's what the Frida Gerber was asking for. So, so, Meshur Rabbeinu never had to ask 
I'm Yisrael for that. It wasn't necessary. <coughs> the Rebbe and Shemesar begged the Hasidim not to tell the, the Rebbe bad news. Her son. What would happen? Hasidim would come. And they were they were coming from outlying areas. So the Rebbe would ask, what's going on? What's with so-and-so? What's happening here? What's happening there? What happened? They're all dead. So they would say, well, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. She said that she would, she said, don't, please don't tell my son. I mop the floor with his tears every day. At the time, it was unbelievable what was going on in those days. It's just beyond, we can't even imagine what was going on, right? Fidegrabi was setting up yeshivas and all these yeshivas, little 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 chadarim for kids in all these places, right? And what would happen? We talked about it, right? What would happen? Someone would go, and after some time, he'd be caught by the by the by the Soviets, Yimach Shmam, and 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 uh, and and, uh, and uh, sent to Siberia and die. So as soon as the word got back to the Fidegrabi that that was high, so then the Fidegrabi would call someone in, call another chassid in, and send him, and the Rebbe would cry, and the chassid would cry. And he'd send him on his way, and six months later, tops, so he was gone too. They send another one. And that's what was going on. It's unbelievable. I mean, we hear it, it's, it's, you know, it's beyond our understanding. Okay. So, so what, did, what did the Rebbe, what was the Rebbe able to do? So here, the, the, I mean, the Rebbe doesn't say the Friedrich Rebbe did it. He says, Mordechai did it. But also the Friedrich Rebbe. So the, the Indian of, 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 of uh, the Rebbe didn't say Mordechai yet. Right? The Indian of Ispashtusa, the, the Moshe Bechol Dara so that idea of Raya Mehemna is expressed in generations of Messias Nefesh even more than in Moshe himself. Ki Amshachas Vigilu Amuna. The drawing down and the revelation of the Amuna. Kemeshi Mitzad etzim in the Shama, as it is in, as a result of etzim in the Shama, the essence of the soul, the amuna that comes as a result of connecting to the essence of who we are, shal yidei meisha that comes through meisha v'ispashdus the delay in the expression of meisha b'chol dera, ikris galusa u'masiris nefesh b'feil. The essential revelation of that is masiris nefesh b'feil. Willing to give the person's willing to give up their lives, and then they, unfortunately, in the Frida Rebbe's generation, that's what it was. But you should know, the Rebbe talks about this in many places, but but actually mentioned it to Rebbe Nissen. Nissen Nemnaf was once in the in Yechidus by the Rebbe, and he was complaining about the Tamimim of our generation, of his you know meaning generation, but well, my generation, right? That Tamimim, complaining about the Tamimim that they're not like they were. And the Rebbe said to him. Don't underestimate the Tamimim of this generation. Meaning that now, right? He said a Tamim who walks down the street and doesn't look at all those things that there are to look at and doesn't think about all those things that there are to think about, that Tamim is Mesu Nefesh more than the Hasidim of my father-in-law in Russia. That's what the Rebbe said about our generation. A Tamim who walks down the street. He said this to Nisim Nimna, who was complaining about the Tamimim, that they're a little too modern, or a little this, right? What, what the Tamimim in France want, Rav Nisim was shocked. They wanted butter to put on their bread. They wanted butter. What's wrong with these people? 
They asked for butter, so he went to the Rebbe. He I mean, that's a lie. He went to the, the Rebbe. And he, while he was in Yechidah, so the Rebbe said that the Tamimim want butter. Machmana litzlon. So the Rebbe said, give them butter. They should have butter. So he gave them butter. What did he do? I mean, a friend of mine was there in Bruno when he came back. So he came back and he said, okay, I was by the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said, I should give you butter. And then he was in for bread. And he said, but don't spread it. Don't spread it. Just put it on the bread and eat it. Don't spread it. Don't be so low and grub that you're going to spread your butter. Just put it on eat it. The Rebbe used to pay for the chickens in Brunois. The Rebbe bought chickens for the Bokrim in Brunois. The Rebbe paid for the chickens that the, the Bokrim in Brunois ate because he wanted them to have chicken. Rav Nisim would get the French, nice French bread, you know, fresh French bread. He'd get it on Tuesday, whatever, the, that day, every day, right? I mean, it was yeshiva, yeshiva, they had to get bread every day. Every day the bread would come, fresh, newly baked bread from the kosher bakery in, in Paris would come. He'd put it aside and he'd give it to the Bachim on Wednesday. Shouldn't be fresh. Right? Fresh bread. These, what are these, you know? Cinderella's or are these Lubavitcher Bachrim? What are these? That was Nisan. Nimnov, okay. Different generation. So the Rebbe told him when he was complaining about the Bachrim, he said, these guys, they're not real. They're, they're you know. Imagine what he'd say about us. Right, okay. They're not real. So I just said, a, a Bachar who walks down the street and doesn't look at what he shouldn't look at or think about what he shouldn't think is Mason Nefesh more than the Hasidim of my father in law in Russia. That's what the Rebbe said. That is always right. Whoa. Okay. Meaning that's an expression of Etzim and Hashem. Evident. And how does the Yid reach that? Well, if you're walking down the street with the Rebbe, what are you thinking about and what are you listening to? What are you looking at? If you're not walking down the street with the Rebbe, so then you're walking down the street beside it. So do whatever you want. But if you're Makusha, I think I told it about the, those people who want to go to that concert. So my wife said, do you really want to take the Rebbe to that concert? Do you think the Rebbe wants to go there? And if you're connected and you're taking the Rebbe there, you really, you think the Rebbe really wants to go there? <coughs> that story was a wild story. I don't remember all the Pratim. I just remember there was a guy who was mad about something. I don't know. He had a picture of the Rebbe on the wall and he threw a shoe at the picture. The next time he saw the Rebbe, the Rebbe told him the shoe hurt. <laughs> I don't remember what the whole stuff, I don't remember all the Pratim, but this guy threw, I don't know what his issue was, right? crazy guy throwing a shoe at a picture of the Rebbe, I don't know what that was all about. I don't remember the Pratim of it all. But the Rebbe told him next time he was there that the shoe hurt. Okay.
So in Oiz Vav, what did we learn? What's the... Well, <laughs> you can say two words. What's the Iker? The Iker is that it's a Toitza'ah. You see those two words with the different font in the middle of the paragraph? So those words help us remember what it's all about. The Rebbe explains that the, the, the fact that our Amuna becomes part of our conscious reality is a result of the fact, it's not that measure, so to speak, is trying, you know, so to speak, trying to bring about the reality, teaching us that, 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 that we should have a muna such that it should, be, it should be part of our conscious reality. No, that measure connects us to who we are, and then the result of that is a muna becomes real becomes part of our conscious reality because we're connected we are. And so if we're connected we are, then the moon is real. Because we're one with that. It's not something that has to happen. Okay, let's go further. Vahine. You do it. No. Shame serious nefesh befail alterim mitzvah shakol yusan. Now we're going to talk about Mordechai. Which I talked about before, but it's really now we talk about Mordechai. Hina, you do it. Shame serious nefesh befail. The, the, the self-sacrifice in actuality uh, regarding Torah Mitzvah shall call Yisrael of the whole Jewish people the one time that happened in all of history. Haisa B'Purim. Was Purim. Purim was that unique event. The Gezerah was unfortunately against every single Jew in the world because every single Jew in the world lived in those 127 Medinas that were under the auspices of Ahasuerus. Right? Every Yid in the world lived there. That Gezerah affected every single Jew. But as we said earlier, based on the Alter Rebbe, the Gezerah was only against those people who considered themselves Jewish. So if a Yid were to say, I don't consider myself a Jew, I'm giving up the religion, so then he would be spared. Unlike what happened in Europe 70 years ago. But, but, but that, that was the rule of the, of the game, so to speak, with Haman and, and Achashveish. And if a Yid were memir datay, chas v'sholem, would change his dat, so then... He was free from the Gazette, and yet the Yidden didn't do that. And that was their Messir's Nefesh. Shamasiris Nefesh de Chanukah. Messir's Nefesh at the time of Chanukah, Bizman Gazetus, Yovan at the time of the decrees of the Greeks. Actually, you know, the Assyrian Greeks who were in charge here. Haisa Be'ikr was essentially Bamatasiah Obanov. They're the people who were ready to be Messir Nefesh. Adorabba. The Yidden, many of the Yidden had accepted Greek culture. And ultimately, Hanukkah was a civil war, right? Meaning it was the small band of religious zealots fighting the Yidden who, were, who had accepted Greek culture and were running the country based on Greek culture and then the, the great Greek army which came to support them. And that little band of zealots won. Now the band of zealots grew a little bit, right? They attracted Yidden as they went on, but, but Lamaisa was just a few people. And, and there were Yidden who were on the side of the, the Greeks. That was you know, what were called the Mit Yavnim. The Yidden who became Greeks. They accepted Greek culture.
We'll stop in a minute. But Dugmas Mesha, just like Mesha. Sort of hard to imagine who the leader of the generation is Mesha, in Mesha's generation. It wasn't like there was any competition, right? It was Mesha, absolutely clear. Ah, Dustin and Avirim had their issues, okay? Kairach, I'm sorry, had his issues. But we know what happened to him. But Dugmas Mesha, Raya Mehemna, just like Mesha. Shehim Das, we'll just finish this sentence. Him Das, Lakol Yisrael drew down Das to every Jew in his generation. Mesha was responsible for the. The, the, the spiritual reality of every single Jew in his generation, Kemuvan Gam Mizesh Adarash Mesha, as is understood <coughs> from the fact that the generation of Mesha, Kolan Shedare, his whole generation, Nikra Dardeya, they're a generation of Das, they're a generation of internalization. And what are they called? Anche Mesha, the people of Mesha. Okay. We'll finish it. We'll, we'll go right to tomorrow morning.